Do you guys believe in an afterlife? And if so, what, what does it look like to you? I don't tend to believe in an afterlife, but I also don't know. Um, you know, my instinct is that it's probably more likely that I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, lie on the ground, and I'm cool with that. But, uh, but you know, I don't, I don't find the idea of there not being an afterlife as, as depressing as I think a lot of people have, because I think it does make, you know, we only get one chance at this, and it makes that very special. But I, I, I don't know, maybe, hopefully. Should Christians watch Harry Potter? But before I shock you all with my answer, let me first read to you a comment that Daniel Radcliffe, aka Harry Potter, made about God. I don't expect there to be a God and an afterlife. I would be pleasantly surprised if there was. Daniel, may I be so bold to ask you this question? What would you think of me if I said to you, Harry Potter is a terrible book? Well, being English like myself, you'd probably politely say back to me, Well, that's fine, Joe. You're entitled to your opinion. But what if I said, Harry Potter is a terrible book, it's the worst book in the world, but I've never read it before. What would you think of me then? Well, you'd say to me, read it first, Joe, and then make a judgment. And I just want to say to any man, any woman who has rejected the Bible, who said the Bible is a load of nonsense, why don't you read it first before making such a strong judgment. And Daniel, if this video ever finds you, I would love to tell you this one thing, and it will not be easy to hear, but it's this. I know in the past you have described yourself as a militant atheist, but your comment that you've just made, that you would be pleasantly surprised and you hope there is an afterlife, shows me that you don't know what you're rejecting. Because if you'd read the Bible, you'd know from cover to cover, it teaches a very simple message. All those who trust in the Lord Jesus Christ have a wonderful promise of heaven, have a wonderful eternity ahead of them in the afterlife. But all those who have said, I want nothing to do with you, God, and reject the Saviour, will be horrified because they will find themselves trapped in hell forever. It gives me no pleasure to say this, believe me, but you will not be pleasantly surprised if God is real. You'll be terrified. You'll be horrified when God says these words, depart from me, for I never knew you. In a moment's time, I'm going to tell you whether I read the Harry Potter books or not. But first, have you heard this? On January the 1st, 2022, there was a great big party that was thrown. It was to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter. So all of the cast, all of the Harry Potter members, they got together and they celebrated Harry Potter. But there was one person who wasn't invited. Do you know who that was? J.K. Rowling, the creator of Harry Potter. She's the one who wrote the books. Why? Why wasn't she invited? Because she got cancelled by cancel culture. Now here's the crazy thing, all of these people would not be there if it was not for JK Rowling. Some of these people would never even have a career in acting itself if it wasn't for JK Rowling writing the Harry Potter books. And yet, they're so proud to say, no, we don't want anything to do with you, you're not allowed to come to this party. And that kind of reminds me of the God of this universe. You see, every single day, billions of people around the world breathe God's air. Billions of people around the world eat God's food. Billions of people around the world walk on God's earth. And yet, do they invite him to his own party? No. They spend the whole time living their lives saying, God, we shut you out. We want nothing to do with you. Guys, this is serious stuff. I do not make these videos because I like gossip and drama. I do not make these videos because I am a respecter of persons and I love the high status of these celebrities because before God, 
we're all sinners. I do not make these videos because I want to make ad revenue, for I make none from my videos. I make these videos for one reason and one reason alone. Within me, there is an inner drive, a compulsion to snatch souls from hell. I mean, think about it. Imagine if this video gets 100,000 views now. That's 100,000 real people. What are the chances that one of those 100,000 will not be here next week? I think those chances are pretty high. What are the chances that in a year's time, 10 of those people, 20 of those people will no longer be in the land of the living? Again, I think those chances are very, very high. And every single day, I carry that burden that I need to tell people about Jesus. Because one day when death robs them of everything they once had and they stand bare before the living God, they need to have an answer when God says, why should I let you into my house? Heaven. And if their answer is because I've lived my life myself, I've been a good person, I've done my best to do good works in this life, God again will say, depart from me, I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. But to every single person who will say, there is no goodness in me, the only reason you should let me into your heaven is because Jesus Christ, your son, died on a cross for me and I've received him as my Lord and Saviour. That's the only way I can get into your heaven. If you say that, well then God will smile back to you and say, well done, good and faithful servant. I wonder, I wonder if this is really sinking in, that you will burn in hell for all of eternity if you reject the Lord Jesus Christ. Daniel Radcliffe was right in one level by saying, you only get one chance, you only get one life, and you only get one life to give your life to Jesus Christ. And my friends, I'm asking you if you have not yet done that, Will you do it now? Will you turn to the one who on the cross laid down his life so that you might be forgiven? The one who endured the horrors, the torment, the agony of the cross for your sin, for your blasphemy, for all the rude things you've looked at, for all your lies, for all your hatred, for all the hurt you've caused in this world. All of that sin was, if you like, scrunched up into a ball and embedded on the Lord Jesus Christ. And there on the cross, God punished Jesus Christ. He bruised the Lord. He crushed him so that you might be forgiven. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who died. He laid down his life. But on the third day, he took it up again. He rose from the dead, showing every man, every woman in all of the world that he really was God in the flesh. He did the impossible and he brought himself back to life. That is the man you need to give your life to. That is the man you need to trust. That is the man who will snatch you out of the very fires of hell and give you eternal life and bring you into glory, into the presence of the Lord for all of eternity. Okay, I know you might have a million distractions in your mind right now. I know you might be super busy, but I plead with you, if right now you can hear the Lord Jesus Christ whispering in your ear, I don't mean audibly, but in your spirit, he's pressing on you, come to me, I beg you, answer his call, because this might be your very last chance to believe and repent and come to Christ. This might be your only opportunity you get, and I want you to take it right now with both hands. You don't have to be elegant, you don't have to have a, a magic spell that you say, you just need to cry out and say, Lord, have mercy on me, save me, 
a sinner. But if you are a Christian, you want to know, is it acceptable for Christians to read the Harry Potter books and to watch the films? Is that okay for Christians to do? Well, my opinion is this, and know this, I am not the authority on Christian things. I'm just your average Joe. But personally, I would tell Christians to get as far away from Harry Potter as possible. And not just Christians, everyone. Let me put it this way. Suppose I told you I was reading a book, and you don't know what the book is, and I describe one of the scenes. The scene takes place in a graveyard, and there's this big cauldron, and then a man picks up this shriveled, ugly, little body, and he drops it in the cauldron. And so this man comes up with a knife, and he cuts him, and he puts some of the blood in the cauldron and stirs it. He then takes his own wrist, his own hand, chops it off, and he drops that in the cauldron. He then says some dark spells, and then suddenly this figure, this dark figure in a cloak, rises up from the cauldron, and he's been resurrected. That's what they call the Dark Lord's resurrection. If you knew I was reading that book, you would say to me, Joe, that sounds evil. That sounds dark. I really would not recommend children to read that. And yet that is what happens in the Goblet of Fire when Voldemort is resurrected. It's dark, friends. And I would just warn you, if your children are watching it, if your children are reading these things, think twice. Because the Bible says we are to have nothing to do with sorcery. Here's a long shot, but maybe, just maybe, you're watching this video now and you're saying to me, Joe, I actually quite enjoy the videos you make about celebrities. If that's you, well, there's a whole bunch of videos here. I think some of them you might find helpful. Please go and check them out. And if you haven't yet subscribed, please do. I'd be so thankful for your friendship here on Off The Curb Ministries. So thank you for watching. God bless you all.